so much appeal. A great place to get a seafood meal. Miami. Miami, Miami. Picture it, Los Angeles, 2017. This is the first time we said 2017. You got too excited for that. I love it. Welcome to Out on the Lanai, the only Golden Girls podcast you will ever need to listen to. I'm H. Allen Scott. And I'm Carrie Doherty. And this is a podcast where we watch an episode of the Golden Girls and then we talk about it. Happy New Year. Happy New Year Happy to you, New too. Year. I've New missed you. Golden Year. I have missed you. Give me a, the quickest <laughs> recap of what you did since we've last spoken to the audience. Well, I ate a lot of bread, and I uh, I had a I had a I had a wonderful holiday celebrations filled with the Hanukkahs and the Christmas and, and the, the breads and the breads, um, and that was delightful. I went to Palm Springs, Ooh, which people saw probably fans. on the Instagrabbler, mm-hmm. uh, and that was delightful. <laughs> I got in a pool, which means I took my shirt off, which is a strange moment. Good for and you. Thank you. How did your legs look? I bet they oh, looked amazing. Oh, my legs looked amazing. Looked amazing, and I had this flotation devices just sort of like floating up around me, keeping me afloat in the pool, just covering from one end to the other. Everyone thought Kathy Bates was there. It was great. How was your holiday? It was great. I went to Massachusetts. I saw my family. Um, I saw Passengers last night. Oh, that that (laughs) that Jennifer Lawrence film. Yeah. Here's what I'm going to say about Passengers. No spoilers, guys. Don't worry. You can spoil it. No one's seeing it. If you've seen, if you've seen. When Harry met Sally and Castaway and Titanic and Armageddon and Gravity and The Shining, you've seen Passengers. You could literally cut the movie Passengers from scenes from all of those movies. The preview is basically Titanic in space. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's Titanic. There's literally a line. Yes, there's a line where he says, do you trust me? I hated that fucking bitch. In Titanic, oh. I, want, I wanted them both Wait, to the die. Wait, the actor I or them, I, no, Kate I love Blanc- Kate Winslet. Oh, Kate Winslet, but I wanted me. both of them to just to die. Like I thought the film would be much better if everyone just sank. Mm. Is that dark? Yeah, a little. <laughs> Is that dark? All but right. Well, speaking of dark, we have a great first episode we, of the new season. Yeah, we just watched. Yeah, a new season, new year, everything's new. New us. New us. Same sass. Hey. Hey. Bring out the Chardonnay. We are drinking. It's we are very drinking. late. Um, it is late. It's the night before this goes up. So can I set up this we episode? Ju- yes. So we just watched. Season five. You can please say what the episode is. Episodes one and two. Yes. Sick and Tired. Yes. Parts one and two, yes. which aired on September 23rd and September 30th of 1989. 89. Yeah. That was the year of driving Miss Daisy. Is that what you wanted to set up? No. Oh. I wanted to set up our guest for this podcast, um, this episode of the podcast. So uh, you, you you know this guest from past podcasts. He's been on many uh, many episodes. He's co-hosted many episodes when yes, Carrie's when I been have working. been away. Uh, on a special golden assignment. So <laughs> That makes it sound like I'm actively doing something related to the world of the Golden Girls and then just never share it with the audience of the podcast. Because I think it makes it sound like you're into water sports. When I'm away on golden assignment? Yeah. 
the gay men are laughing. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh no! And you're just sitting there like, Explain "What do you it mean?" To me. We will, we will. Okay. Uh, so no, so uh, the the our guest for this episode, this is one of his, if not the, it's not the, but it's one of his favorite episodes, and we've talked about it a lot over the years. And so both Carrie and I thought it was very, very important that he be on this episode of the podcast. We went to great lengths to make sure. That this was scheduled so that you could be here because we both were in Palm Springs together. Guys, Elliot Glazer. Thank you so much. Yeah, it's such a complex episode. It really welcome is a complex back. episode. Thank you. Welcome, so, welcome so back, Elliot. I would say it's so great to be here, but it doesn't feel like I've ever left. No, right. it's, you're always here right. in spirit because we do bring you up a lot. Yeah, I know. And I, yeah. I, I we hear do my talk name. about you a yeah, lot. And we have you're a very special fan of the podcast here as well, a friend of Elliot's and a friend of ours now as well. You brought rosé, so you're in our hearts. Or did you bring rosé? I brought rosé, but it he was brought the chicken. You. Yeah, he brought the chicken, and the chicken's great. <laughs> Fernando. <laughs> Fernando. Say your last name. Montero. Because I knew Montero. I was going to fuck it up. It sounds like I, I wanted to say Monsanto. You know, <laughs> no, which, no, that would be a very bad association. Yeah, I don't want to do that to you. So, And you, you discovered this podcast, and now you are like crazy uber fan yeah i'm going through it step by step what so. do you think so far we're sorry about the audio yeah we're sorry about season one <laughs> audio and i'm season looking two. very forward to new audio you as yeah. yeah once you get into season three ooh, you're gonna get some love bones but tell me what like <laughs> listening to the first season of the podcast because we haven't revisited it in a while um what is your reaction to carrie and i don't we're not putting you on the spot well there's so much more depth than i ever Associated with the show when I was watching it Ooh. off of when I was little and through the years and through the reruns. Interesting. So, is it weird to see a, us in person hosting this podcast after listening yes, to us? Very, very strange. It's yeah. very intimidating. It's second only, I think, to actually being at a taping of the Golden Girls. Interesting. What? So wow. I will, fade into, I will wow. fade into the background and just let the magic happen. That's amazing. Whoa. Are you, from the last question, are you surprised that I'm a man? <laughs> Shocked and shocked. Great. Okay. <laughs> Have you ever been told, been called a ma'am on the phone? Oh my God, yes. Oh, Especially boy. when I was a child. That, yeah, of course. Yeah, but whenever I'm sick, I have this hoarse sort of B. Arthur type <laughs> voice. And, uh, yeah, I've definitely been called a man before. It's pretty great, though. It's pretty great. I mean, people look at me on the street sometimes and call me ma'am. So, like, let's be <laughs> yeah, real. I'm sure. Like, <laughs> not so much with the beard. Once. Right. But <laughs> so before we get into this episode, before I forget, we just want to give a huge thank you to Philip Campbell, Love who made Phillip. a donation to the podcast. Philip, thank you so much. So, so, so both sweet of, them, of you. Brandon and Philip, they're avid, avid fans, listeners, donators, etc. And if you guys want to donate to this podcast, you can go to outonthelanai.com slash donate. You're not even saving it till the end. No, I'm not. I'm throwing it in Look early and setting up a one-time donation or an ongoing donation. We really appreciate it. Here's the thing about this episode that I I think is interesting. All it of it. Was their season five premiere? Yes. Everybody's excited. Golden Girls are coming back. Yeah. I'm gonna sit down, in their watch my solid favorite show. place of like the peak of their their ratings, their fame, their everything. I mean, they are like legit solid. Right. People are excited to come back and they leave them with the most depressing yeah. cliffhanger. Is yeah. Dorothy Spornak going gonna to die. die? Is she gonna die? It's really like it is That's truly like a, the darkest. I think. Would you Would you agree that it's the darkest episode in the history of the show? Um, hmm. No, I don't know about that. I, 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 I mean, I maybe. Did, I think maybe seventy two hours was dark. Seventy two hours was dark. But, but doesn't this seem? I mean, tonally, the jokes yeah. are so. The jokes are so. Dorothy's dark. a spe- Dorothy is such. You realize how important Dorothy is to or B. Arthur to the story, and that like. 
there were so many missing one-liners that you would expect Dorothy to cover, sure. and she didn't cover because she was so tired. Yeah. So you see that very sort of yes. starkly in this episode. Yes, that yeah. point where like Blanche is having her Blanche meltdown, the, and Dorothy's just kind of ignoring her. Yeah, mm-hmm. Blanche pretty, is the absurd one in this episode. Yeah, yeah, Blanche played a lot off of Rose. Yeah, like yes. there was a lot of you know Rose commenting on the absurdity of Blanche's yeah. desires. Well, this is, I mean, do you tell me? I, I think this is ruse tour de force oh no we've said it time Her and time actor's again choice Incredible. i i could i was like i was kind of i couldn't decide i was like is she playing it like okay i'm just gonna do what i would do if i was drunk yeah it's like a little drunk but also a little almost like you're like talking blue ab- velvet um you're talking what's about the nuts? scene where she stays up all with night the mask why am i forgetting his name with the mask blue velvet with the huffing come on guys dennis oh. hopper like dennis oh, hopper yeah, blue yeah. velvet just crazy out of her mind i know the yeah, film like you're the, referencing but i have no recollection of what you're oh talking sorry about. what was it about a golden thing with the uh, water sports Oh, yeah, water sports. Oh, you getting right. peed on? Oh, like golden shower? Is that yeah. what? Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't make that connection. <laughs> yeah, we know. Well, but I know what that is. But to say I'm on golden special assignment. We're just it also be it, doesn't, that I'm, it doesn't matter that we're, it's just like boys That I'm are like gross. a golden eye, that I'm a special agent on assignment. You don't want to dig this is, one deeper. Okay. All right. I'm just saying <laughs> yeah. that's where my mind would go. Do you yeah. guys agree that this is Blanche's like best performance throughout the series? Um, no, mm, actually, no. I think, I think 72 hours is one of her best performances, to be honest. I think that there's such a, she plays such a great sort of straight man to, um, to, Rose in that episode that, yeah, I, I think that might actually be because she, she's so vulnerable in that episode. But comically. Comically, yeah. Comically, this is pretty great. But I go back to the midget episode. Rue, mm. Little really person. Sl- oh, yeah. She Shrimp. stole that episode. She's pretty great in yeah. that, too. Yeah. Also, when she meets um, when she meets the priest, when she meets Father... Um, All of them. You know, when oh, she's Father at the... Frank. When she meets Father Frank, yeah. and she's like, oh, God, yeah, I'm lying to a priest. I, think, I can also say that, like, uh, I can confidently say that this is, for me, when the pendulum swung, and for yeah. me, this is like, okay, the fifth and sixth and seventh seasons, because... I, as your listeners I, might remember, those are my favorite seasons. Yeah. I'm a later season guy. Yeah, and this is when it starts getting a little wacky and yeah. starts really bleeding outside of the lines of uh, of believability. Yeah, and there's a little bit of fantasy written in. I mean, I mean a lot in this episode that's like logistically a little head scratchy. Well, right. and, and to fast forward to next week's episode, we know that um, our next guest, Joe DeRosa, he's he actually takes and he's your neighbor too. Neighbor, we found yeah, out. I suggested he live in the place. Oh, wow, that's cool. In which we live. Oh, he actually thinks the first few seasons are the best. Yeah, you told me that, and I yeah. was. Have you have you have you run into we, him in the hallway since you learned that? Yet, you didn't even know he was a fan. I did not know he was a fan. He's a huge fan. Huge. Love that. Huge. Straight man. Yeah, love it. Shocking. That's great. He d- probably doesn't know what golden special assignment. Is right. <laughs> I think he does. You think he does? Yes. Boys are boys. Just we're gross. Strip on the little tea. A hot tea. Bad boys. Somebody out there. Let's get into this episode. Um, Blanche has discovered she knows what her destiny is going to be. And it's to be a writer. It's to be a great romance novelist. I'm going to be a wonderful romance novelist. Which, that's what her sister Charmaine did. Well, if first you don't succeed... I didn't even put that together. Yeah. Yeah, remember Charmaine writes the book and oh, not even yeah. that Blanche accuses her. It literally her. was like 10 episodes ago. Oh, did we watch that episode? It was very recently. Wait a minute. Yeah. Oh, Charmaine? I didn't watch that episode. You no, must no, have watched no, no, it without no. me. What are you talking... Wait. 
Yeah. Charmaine, her sister. Was, came to town because she was promoting a new romance novel that she had. That's and in a later season. Yeah, no. I think that's... I, I haven't Definitely. covered that episode unless you covered it with someone without Maybe. me. It's like literally like... I Keep think talking. I'm going to find th- out. That's last season because that's where Magda comes in. Yeah. And they're like, let's shoehorn... I'm pretty sure it's season four. No, no way. No, because... Because uh, Blanche's hair is big and the the <laughs> quality of the of the video is cleaner, it's definitely later. Season. I'm gonna find mm-hmm. out. Keep All right. talking. You find out. Um, that was also when they were like, "Let's shoehorn the romance novelist with uh, a, uh, a commentary on communism and modern Russia." Yeah. Oh right. Yeah. yeah. I definitely Such haven't covered that episode. episode. Such a strange episode. Um. So Dorothy has been substitute teaching, and she was. So tired teaching that she couldn't even talk. I couldn't speak. Couldn't I couldn't speak. speak. <laughs> Not that they would have listened, which kind of reminds me of in the pilot where she's talking about basically how like all of like the students just treat her like sniff, shit. Yeah, sniff yeah. glue. They they kick me. I mean, that common theme of being shit on as a substitute teacher is always so funny. Mm. Yeah, and I mean they 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 milk that though a little. Like, oh yeah, we get it. You you know you, you're not working in Compton. Yeah, that's true. Be Arthur. I love to think of her like I want to see her go in and be like the Michelle Pfeiffer and like Dangerous <laughs> Minds. Where she like puts on a leather jacket and oh spins a chair around. If well, anybody could do that, oh, it would be B. Yeah, Arthur. This is Bornack. Are you kidding? In a oh second. God. Although my favorite line, I think, regarding her being the like a like a like a shitty teacher or whatever, or like a second rate teacher, is when when she says, she, "I forget which episode it is," but she's considering taking time off for something, and Sophia says, "Big like so big deal." Someone else sets up the driver's ed cones. Right. <laughs> oh God. So it's so amazing. episode is this season. Oh, so we just five. haven't hit it yet. Yeah, we haven't hit you it yet. You just must have seen Crazy. it recently Probably. on reruns in yeah. your brain. Also, yeah. I just realized, Fernando, your name, you've got the great, you've got the name of the greatest inanimate character of all of the Golden Girls, Fernando the Teddy Bear. Yeah. I've just right. realized. That is an epic That's episode. Ginny, right. Ginny, Did, Jenny did people come up to you on the street? <laughs> Not yet. There's you, For one, there's the ABBA song, and then now there's yeah. Lady Gaga, but I'm waiting. Uh, the first person to make that reference well, is this You see this water pistol? It's loaded with red ink. You, I will. You should, I want to go as Daisy for Halloween. You can get the shirt. You can get the shirt with the ink on it and stuff. Yeah, we have it. Right. Not here, but you can buy it. Mike Dennison designed yeah. it. It's amazing. It's great. Um... Dorothy has been sick for five now, months. You guys tell me, um, they like her makeup is specifically meant to make her look sort of grayish, right? I, it was, but I just thought that was like you know how every year the girls get new style, new hairstyles, yeah. yeah. whatever. That's what I thought it was. I, I thought mean, she looked amazing. I, I loved the, her makeup. I think in the first part of the yeah, I think it, <laughs> I, love it. I think she looked amazing. I love her makeup. Like you're talking about drag queens on Drag Race. <laughs> talking about B. Arthur. Her, I Loved the smokiness. I don't. She the doesn't, smokiness. Yes, she doesn't. She doesn't look great in like pinks and sparkle. Like mm. she looks good with in browns and blacks and grays. Mm. I think. I. I think. Yeah. I, so you're, you're literally you're describing <laughs> you're describing the answer to my question is did they try to make her look like dead? Basically, they try to make no. her look ill. I didn't think that's she her, looked that's ill her though. Default. I thought she mm. looked amazing. I. I loved I think her they smoky did eye. Look, I, I, I think they it. did do something because she does usually have. She pops her face with. Like a some red more. lipstick, yes. and like there is, there is a little bit on her in each episode that you see that it, you can tell she's like, done up, like like palette. They think they did do something. We yeah. can actually, 
probably email Mark Sotkin and ask. <laughs> so, hey, Mark. Anyway, hey, Mark. so I grabbed... We have a question about this episode. <laughs> I grabbed Jim Colucci's amazing book. Yeah. I grabbed um, to look at this chapter. Um, yes, Golden Girls Forever. And, uh, I'm to holding look, it as if we're on a TV show. Yes, as, yeah. Put, aim it to the camera. No, camera B. Camera A. Now camera C. Make sure everybody at home sees it. It's under all your seats. So um, You get a book and you get a book. This season, I was just flipping through the sick and tired chapter, and this season was when they brought in Mark Sotkin and a bunch of new writers. And past also, guest on this podcast. Yes, past guest. You guys should listen to the interview if you yeah. haven't already. And also, this was Susan Harris's. She wrote this episode. This was kind of her return yeah. to writing for the show. Because she had only written a handful of shows. She had episodes. taken time off because yeah. she had... Chronic, chronic fatigue, fatigue syndrome. syndrome, CFS, which is a real thing. And in a past episode, we talked about it possibly being like related to lupus now and mm-hmm. stuff, which well, it can be. Has the title of the disease changed? <laughs> no, it's still the same. It's still chronic fatigue mm. syndrome. Frazier just decided to attack Carrie. So <laughs> yeah, he has chronic fatigue syndrome. It's so like, don't I, fuck but with can my you diary. imagine? For five months, because I wrote down as she was like cycling through her symptoms later at one of the doctors, she said she has a sore throat, fever, swollen glands, she's tired, heart palpitations, forgetfulness, sometimes she can't speak or get out of bed. She can't even raise her hands to wash her hair in the shampoo, or to shampoo her hair in the shower. You know, that I'm going to say. terrifying. Terrifying. That's, that's me sometimes. <laughs> there are times, no, honestly, there are times when I'm in the shower where I'm like. I don't want to do this. I just washed, like, the important parts of my body. (laughs) And, like, I don't want to condition. No, what you're (laughs) describing is laziness. Right, right, right. (laughs) I describe it as scared. Scared of what? <laughs> Scared of a clean scalp? <laughs> she, 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 like, I think what you're, to what you're saying, it's like, what the things that she describes sounds terrifying. Yeah. Whatever she's going through, it's like five months of a flu. Well, my mom kind of had that with lupus. She has lupus. And for years she went, you know, undiagnosed and like doctors would say that she's getting old and shit. And she hates doctors for that reason now. Like she gets so sort of. You know, like... Did she ever tell one off the way that Dorothy told off Dr. Bud? No, she probably just went on Yelp and left a really mean review. (laughs) Good on her. There is a very strong, very strong overarching narrative on both episodes in which there is a highly unfavorable reputation of doctors of the medical community. And it sounds like if Susan Harris is pretty much just transposing her own experience... Yeah. She, she really got yeah. shit for being just for being a woman. Well, that that's sucks, not man. uncommon because that's like I'm sure that still happens today. Mm-hmm. It just sucks. It makes me feel again just just more and more. It makes uh, you feel sick and tired. Uh, there you go. Mm. It just, does though. It really makes me upset again for the, just the treatment of women in general. But it's like which yeah, is why and, you're wearing the future is female. Yeah, shirt. I'm wearing a shirt, a t-shirt that says <laughs> a sweatshirt that says the future is female. I love it. But yeah. it's true. It's like God damn it. Like yeah. to just to be treated with such disdain. Yeah, just because of your gender. Ugh, and I hope that didn't happen to Susan Harris that a, that a doctor told her to change her hair color. Oh gosh, that ugh, that doctor bud. I would hope um, that Susan Harris could be like, you're fired and the well, doctor's probably like, you can't fire me and she's like, have you seen the, Golden, seen Girls? the Golden Girls? I can fire you. Bro. Yeah. I got money. I can lay it down. I'm well, going to buy your family. The doctors in this, the doc, the not, the doctor names in this episode is Dr. Bud? Dr. Bud? You well, made, yeah. So Let's weird. go through. So the first, well, before we get to the first doctor she sees, there's a great, first of all, Rose and Sophia are both incredibly um, sympathetic yeah. toward Dorothy. 
Blanche is She's could not give a, give a shit about yeah. Dorothy. No. <laughs> it's pretty funny. It's, it's so actually, and dark, it's so mean. That's what I mean when I say d- dark episode. I mean it's like the the vitriol with which they yeah. tr- oh, Blanche treats God. Dorothy in this episode. I didn't yeah. say so she looks fine. I said she was fine. <laughs> she looks like hell. Oh, <laughs> she's like God. hell. Dear but but to, to, to Blanche's credit, this is sort of a. a She's like this to Dorothy a lot, a lot of the time. Like especially, yes. like in the episode she where they keep very buying, dismissive. where they they buy similar dresses and stuff. Right. Like she gets very mean or to, to the center of attention. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh yeah. my gosh, yeah. She literally says, she goes, just call Doctor Raymond, just tell him to recommend someone else. Yeah, like, like yeah. so dismissive. So dismissive. So yeah. dismissive. Can I also add something? Please. I didn't know that Susan Harris had chronic fatigue, and it has changed the episode for me now yeah. that I hear that. Yeah, yeah. and I wonder if. In her experience, there was a friend mm. who now is the Blanche who had Ooh. the doubts and who treated her that way, and she Probably. needed to kind of have that in the episode as a representation I of what she you that's felt true. and what Maybe. she went through. Yeah, yeah. I because there were probably that. so many. I mean, I when I I remember when I got diagnosed with, uh, well, when I was in the process of getting diagnosed with testicular cancer, and like my first doctor thought it was an STD, and he was so insistent because I'm gay that it was an STD. I think I told you this before. Yeah, I and just remembering. He, he just assumed it was like syphilis. And or whatever. And I was like, dude, like my grinder profile has been scarce these past few months. Like ain't no Did one Did you say this back. to him when you yeah. saw him at a restaurant and he was on a date and you looked at no. cue cards off screen no, to get he your did, he did speech right? call me like right after or right a week, right before chemo started. And I was just like, not an STD, is it? What, did he, what say? did he say? He was like, no, no, but sometimes it is that. Yeah. Did he say, I'm sorry? Yeah, sometimes, no, he didn't say sometimes sorry. Sometimes it is that, but then sometimes it's testicular cancer, yeah. you fucking sometimes shithead. Sometimes I have oh, to oh, give yeah. up my life for a year. Syphilis wouldn't do that. Oh, what a shithead. That just makes you, you know. I hope you see him at a fancy restaurant and um, everything is positioned very strangely. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> bring up bring cue cards. <laughs> Pull a cue cards, oh, yeah. Let's keep going, let's keep so going. So the first doctor she sees is Dr. Stevens, Jeffrey Tambor, who... Has like two jokey runners, mm-hmm. which is a he thinks she's a patient named Lorraine, Lorraine Mislansky. Love Lorraine. And second, I love these names. Um, he he's uh, treating the um, king of Saudi Arabia, yes. right? So he's like breaking the Hippocratic oath. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah these doctors was, are not very professional. Yeah, and and they're not portrayed. They're no. literally, they're like, how can we write these doctors to be like, we'll give them the worst bedside manner. Worst bedside manner. Yeah, they're so, they're, every one of them is just a piece of shit. It is yeah. fun to see an early Jeffrey Tambor, though. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. he looks great. And it's such, I mean, I know we'll get there, but it is a very funny in- solution, and it's the first episode of the uh, it's the second episode of the two-parter to make, like, the voice of reason yeah. in the medical community be a, uh, what are they called? What? Pediatrician. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Of no, it's true. Of all the specialists, right. of all the doctors she's seen, mm-hmm. she lands with a pediatrician who's yeah. her friend. That sounds like the least responsible. Well, also, too, why didn't you go there first? Why didn't you go to Dr. Milligan first? Uh, what's his name? Uh, well, he's Mulligan? Richard Mulligan. Richard Mulligan. Was the direct, oh, yeah. Was the no, Dr. Harry, Harry Weston. Yeah. yeah. Start, like the hotel. You start, start with local. Dr. Weston. Yeah. Yes. That's a reminder for everything. Eat local. Eat local. Yeah. <laughs> Shop diagnosed. local. Everything local. local. Everything local. So, Dr. Stevens basically tells Dorothy that she's, unlo- she's, she's lonely and unhappy. And that's lonely what's causing her symptoms. Is he, is he inferring that she, because she doesn't have sex. 
He was like, Often, he, he like he keeps getting up and in like re- like sitting down. He gets up and he sits yeah. down. He's like, "You're divorced, right?" Yeah, she goes, yes. she, yeah that I, I wrote. Yes. yes, yeah. What does being divorced have to do with this? Yeah, but it's is is he inferring that it's because she doesn't date or because she doesn't have sex? Well, it's just that she's a. I think both. The typical yeah. sort of she's like bored. single. Yeah, she's bored. She's uh-huh, an older uh-huh. single woman who probably assumes right. she's not very active, right? And who probably assumes she's not she doesn't feel very loved or wanted, right? right. You know, right. yeah, yeah, it's piece very, of shit, very uh, patronizing. I, yeah, love, love, love Sophia's like mm. momming, yeah, when she comes in. And she just like basically he goes through a thing and then he says mental and she's like mental. Oh well, no, no, I'm no, sorry. No, mental. <laughs> Go ahead, Elliot. It's mental. Mental. By the way, I don't know if <laughs> mental. My grandma, my grandmother's both of them, both Jews from like Brooklyn and the Bronx, said had that same bizarre inflection. Yeah, mental bottle. It, my sister and I are we're always obsessed with our grandmas saying bottle nickel. We're like, well, what Estelle Getty was get actually that? very Jewish and not Italian at all. I mean, that's what, but that's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's like it's so it rings so uh, yeah. uh, cl- close to me. It, r- yeah. it rings so familiar. But it's just like mental, mental, mental. mental. So Her strange. Speech. See, if one of them said Warsh, then it would remind me of my grandma. Warsh. <laughs> She says, she goes, Warsh. my Dorothy may be no spring chicken and her jaw might crack when she chews. <laughs> Huge laugh break. And yeah. she, oh, sorry. No, go ahead. And she might not, what is it? And she might not, uh, and she may have trouble digesting raw vegetables. She's she's calling her the most, disca- like, yes. yeah. she, or she's a crack jaw. She's farting constantly. <laughs> Depressed, farts, smells. Crack jaw. But there's one thing she's not. <laughs> and, and it's, it's mental. mental. And that's mental. But also, <laughs> even uh. just, she even shades the medical community just by saying two and a half hours i thought you were dead yeah, but it's yeah. Like, even that it's like i guess susan harris was put in some long waiting rooms as well yeah well also well, yeah. of course you're going to be waiting two and a half hours with jeffrey tambor yeah. because he spent like he spent three minutes talking about like hinting about at the, the famous Arabia. person he waited on i'm like this woman thinks she's dying just yes. tell her yeah. something i do love that b is also clasping her robe closed as if like, as if like like as if she's like but completely she's, nude. Like what? What's also, going on why, there? Why does it open? Like was she getting a breast exam? Right. No. Yeah, it she's been clasping the, the wrong end. Yeah, right. She's clasping I the wrong end. I think she put end. it on incorrectly. Oh, because she's forgetful. Yes, wow. that's one of the symptoms. No, that's not it. I to me it made it made. There was something about her clasping it the whole time that was like, oh, yes, this is a woman who's feeling very vulnerable and protective of her yes. body yeah. and herself right now. Yeah. That's well, what that's I got out of that. Every day. Have you guys ever been diagnosed? Have you ever heard doctors say you should go like you should travel to another city for this? Yeah. You have my well, and I haven't, but my brother has. My brother has cerebral palsy, mm-hmm. and it's been a constant parade of going to different neurologists and different head doctors to help with shunts. Oh and it's my like God. we had to go to Kansas City, we had to go to Chicago, we had to go. To, I mean, all these Indiana, Indiana, we went a bunch. Like this is all as a kid, so he could have. He had a weird experimental surgery in Michigan once. I mean, it's wow. like it's a real thing. Yeah, this, it's this, a real like, thing. This, it's a real. It's a when you're well, kids searching go to St. Jude's. Yes. St. Jude's is a great right. example. I mean, yes. kids who have cancer, they then St. Jude's is if you guys you know fuck donating. This episode, don't it's St. Jude's. They, <laughs> they honestly, they do such great, amazing, mm-hmm. amazing, amazing work. Where like they basically like pay for the families. They the families pay nothing. Right. They don't pay for travel. They don't pay for medical costs. They don't pay for anything. Right. But Although, they have to travel. That's the thing. In they have this to case, if I were Dorothy, he's like like Jeffrey Tambor, the worst doctor on the planet, as far as we're all concerned, is like go see the man I trained with. Yes. I'm like that's the 
last person I would go see. She should have bypassed him and gone right to Harry. Wouldn't it be great if some Sophia would have been like, "Yeah, buddy, someday you're gonna be a missus." <laughs> also, <laughs> just walked. Or Ms. Slow. Yeah. Ms. She's gonna leave you. He should. I mean, she should. I know, I'm all. I'm all confused gender wise. Yeah. But I think. Also, I know we'll get there. But like, in seeing that Dorothy really finds you know kindness and bedside manner from Harry. Yeah. I'm also like, get together. Oh no, they're too uh, tall to be for a each power other. Couple. They're too tall. Harry looks so much like the detective. Um, what was his name again? Matlock. Uh, oh no, 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 no. The I guy from saying. the George Clooney episode. Yes. Fernando knows. Oh yeah, that he knows guy. What I'm talking about. I don't know his name, but John. Yeah. Oh was no, it it's John? Um, something very Irish, I think. No, because he was Italian. Because Clooney, I love that guy so much. What he's yeah. my favorite I'm crazy nuts about anyway, this guy. He looks like that guy. I don't really see that. I do. I see that. I see it because they're tall big, and stuff. But no, because like, they both have like big jaws and that weird, that like eighties yeah, duck crap right. white hair thing. You're right. <laughs> yeah, I jo- see that. Joe, is that his name? I don't, I don't know. know. Uh, I don't know. So they get back to the place, and Bobby was Rose George is, Clooney. Bobby, right. Rose is barbecuing, oh. and Dorothy is just sitting there with a blanket out Rose on the is lanai. A denim, a denim apron. Apron. She mm-hmm. wears like four aprons in this episode. I fucking yeah. love it. Rose, I love that she's cooking ribs. She's cooking ribs. Yeah, and she goes. We never had a barbecue in St. Olaf after the tragedy. <laughs> <laughs> That's also a thing that I've never seen because I watch. I watch the shows on TV, mm-hmm. you know, for the randomness of, of yeah. whatever episodes come up. And that's all only on DVDs because that's only in the extended version, which we wow. see. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, uh-huh. So where does the that. scene normally start? With Blanche coming in, talking about having Riders block. block. Oh, yeah. interesting. Mm-hmm. That's good. To, that's a good notice. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So it's basically just setting up that uh, this whole scene's point is to say that Dorothy is going to New York and she's decided to take Rose with her yes. instead of Blanche. And Blanche comes out bitching about Riders Block, not giving a fuck that Dorothy may be dying. I need to be in New York. <laughs> yeah. Where all the Riders go? And this is also one of the greatest sort of plays on play on words in the show's history, which is the uh, parallel between writer's block and constipation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just the gift that keeps on giving. Try and, 10 well, days so without a bowel movement sometimes. It's just perfect. It's just perfect. Blanche responds, you just sit there and sit there for hours. <laughs> and you know what's so Tell me about and it. And the best part of that episode is, or not the best part, but the most fascinating thing to me is that they they set it up so that the audience doesn't. You don't even need Sophia yeah. to elongate the joke because no. as soon as Blanche says something, the audience is hysterical laughing they because the writers have given the audience yeah. the opportunity to be smart enough to know the joke yeah. Yeah. without needing to, uh, Sophia to so connect the good. dots. But it only enhances it when she does. Right, yeah. right. Yeah. And Dorothy's reason for having Rose go is because Rose is comforting. What is she your best friend? <laughs> oh yeah, I, yeah. Blanche again taking it very personally. We yeah. also. Um, we also get an inconsistency here. I mean, yeah. I, you know me, I logic police. Me too. CSI me too. Carries. My so, alarm went off. CSI yep. carries. Yeah. So they, so in this episode, we're, we're meant to believe that Blanche was getting a pedicure while her husband was dying and he was in a coma. A coma. Right. But we've heard elsewhere that he certainly was not in a coma. They, they, he had a heart attack. Right. And they called her and he was eating a bag of potato chips. <laughs> and Guys. she got a call on the phone and she tripped over something and said, oh, 
damn it, George, or something. Oh, mm. I hate you, George. And the, But then the police called and said he had died. Can you believe that? My husband, they <laughs> called me to tell me my husband had died. <laughs> if there's one thing that I've learned mm-hmm. from watching The View, like Elliot, mm-hmm. is that you need to live in the present moment. You have to. What's presented to you in the present moment. Yeah, but I'm with Carrie. My my, my beacon goes off and I'm like, uh, uh, also, inconsistent. Yeah, fans of the podcast pointed out, too. So then she goes to New York and goes <laughs> to see Dr. Like, Bud. Yeah, they point out that they don't like CSI. <laughs> I will, That's fine. We can agree to disagree about our disagreements about the show. That's um, peaceful harmony. That's how it works. Yes, yeah, it is. That's it what works. the show is last. Good. Yeah, yeah, we're, we're yin and yang. Oh, we're no. There's definitely a war online milli. oftentimes of being like, we don't care. We do care, though. It matters, but <laughs> we don't great. really care. It's yeah. a fun. Our audience is definitely, that. They're they're definitely split, split between the two of us. Yeah. So Dr. Bud. Yes. Uh, where played, does that name honestly? Where like come Lorraine Mins, What a fun like Lorraine Mislansky is a fun thing. Yeah, yeah. you know Doctor Raymond, fine Doctor Stevens, but mm-hmm. Doctor Bud. Bud. And actually, they- it comes from the um, fun family of buddies. Uh, their name, but I'm bullshitting oh, I'm everything. Okay. I'm saying. I was like, really with you. With me I was with you. I was like, oh my god, who knows? I love those moments when like you go in for a joke and everyone's in. like intently listening. I was in, man. Yeah. I was in, Doctor Bud. I was and trying also, to think of like a buddy character on a TV show, but and once again, Doctor Bud just it just so dismissive of her. He's, he's like, yeah, I get tired too. It's called getting old. <laughs> the like, big, fuck he's you. A, he's an asshole. The biggest problem, the biggest discrepancy that I would have with this, which I rarely have discrepancies, but within the episode I have a discrepancy. It's like there's no explanation for how this doctor somehow is in New York. They go to New York. She's in New York. She's meeting with this doctor and then somehow at the end he's in Los- He's in Miami. Right. right. Yeah. There's. I get that there's a you know Miami isn't often frequent I mean you know your, sure. your grandmother had like a house right outside yeah. of Miami sure. or something. Yeah. So like it's a thing. It's a back and forth a, a lot. But, I but feel it's never like explained and I don't think the general public quite knows a that. Coincidence. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I feel like Susan Harris probably also had to travel to other states yes. and maybe she was like just felt very strongly about putting that in the episode and Makes then sense. was like, you know, I'm about it. I'm I all wonder about how it. like how um how potent the um the the diagnosis of chronic fatigue syndrome was in 1989 if it had been oh i don't think it was very at all new it probably was very new new, right yeah i mean just like anything it's one of those it's a neurological sort of disease that like is hard to pin down yeah well susan harris in the um again in in jim colucci's book said that she believes it's it's a viral thing it's a viral thing well it lasts it can last sometimes for your lifetime so what is reading beforehand it Mm -hmm. can last for your lifetime or can last for only a couple of months Mm -hmm. it just depends so strange like my headache disorder oh we weren't doing the podcast then were we no probably not yet no that's you have a headache disorder i did did you hear i had cancer I know. Mine's so dumb. <laughs> Mine's dumb. Mine's hemicrania continua. It's real stupid. No, you're great. You're uh, great. I just wrote down when when Dorothy and Rose are in the hotel room in New York City, I just yeah. wrote down floral prints with oh like nine God. exclamation so much, points. Both Elliot and I looked at each other like, when, when no Dorothy way. gets back to that hotel. I was like, there's no hotel in New York that looks like that. And if there is, it is one of those hotels you bring a hook or two. <laughs> the, it just looks like the hotel version of Blanche's house. Yes. yes. It was a B and B of a yeah, it's a B and B southern doesn't exist. Yeah, no such thing. Yeah, and this is where Dorothy cries. Well, so, so that scene is heartbreaking. That is a heartbreaking scene because Rose is just sort of explaining her day or whatever, and, and, and that's then, why I say it, that's why I see it as so dark because yeah. it's such a. I mean, it's 
it's I uh, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Oh, you're fine. You, no, Rose please. is like talking about her experiences in New York and they yeah. the the shot lingers on her and then they cut back to Dorothy giving up and like pretty much sobbing. Yeah. <laughs> it's so dark, but it is so funny that Rose thinks she's sobbing about hearing about the King, movie King, King, Kong, King Kong, which, which is, is so, so sweet. Funny. And it's this is like it's the definition of like we've talked about before, like what makes sort of situation comedy yes. so amazing, multicam sitcoms. So amazing is that, like, when you define characters so, so, so fucking strong that, like, literally anything response that they have, if you stay in character, it's going to be funny it's or going it's to going be to funny. be right. or it's going to be moving. Yes. Mm-hmm. And in this situation, it showed, like, Rose committed to the character. She was that person. She yeah. was responding in the way Rose would always respond. And it was really emotional. Really emotional. This also, this, too, is, like, the moment where Dorothy could have given up because she says, you know, maybe I am crazy. Yeah. Oh, but it had to be a two-part episode. Oh, of course. Yeah. <laughs> but but that that made me sad. Yeah. That, oh, yeah. Yeah. That she was like she was that close to just giving in and going. Well, and it does, I'm just crazy. It this sets is up a the mental next thing. Scene really, really well, where um, they're back in Miami and. and and it sets up another awesome scene coming oh in the next episode. Was best. it the next episode? Yeah, the next episode where Rose is 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 getting the egg whites for omelets mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, <laughs> Fraser really likes you right now. Yeah, I know. Uh, He's all over me. Rose uh, is getting Sorry, the egg white, taken. egg white omelets and she plans on giving the... The, the yolks to the homeless. Yeah. The, yeah. I, I mentioned, I think it is so funny and it's so of its time that the audience is in absolute hysterics at the concept yeah. that, she, that Rose or anybody is making omelets out of egg whites. Yeah. Right. And it's yeah. like, mm, it's not that funny. It's yeah. just pure it's protein, pretty, no, baby. Actually, like, yeah. It's so funny because literally just this morning I was making baked avocado with like baked eggs inside of them. And Stan asked me, have you ever just eaten, like just taken the yolks and just eaten yolks? And I was like, no, I don't think he has either, but I know why would you, right? Why don't you just eat the whole fucking egg? Well, no, I think he was just more like knowing that sometimes you separate the eggs. I never understood why people separate the eggs. From the egg, from the yolks? Sometimes for baking. For protein. Yeah. Egg whites is just pure protein. Egg yolks has a lot of make the it cholesterol. Taste, has cholesterol, but tastes better. Yeah. But you What's can't... wrong with cholesterol? Well, well, I mean, some people have high cholesterol. Too much of it will make, your, make you make dead. It, yeah, it'll, it'll make you dead. <laughs> make That's, you dead. It's a scientific term. <laughs> we all have a lot in life. <laughs> look, we know. I mean, look, egg whites are much ta- much tasteless. Yeah. Much more tasteless. You got you to get a lot of S&P on there, some salsa, but they are. But they, they laugh. They think it is so funny that they Rose do. is doing that. Who does which that? Which is hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Same thing as like that. I forget what episode it is, but the first time that somebody says like white on rice. Mm, yeah. Or no, or when Ro- Dar- oh, sorry, when Sophia says at some point, looks, she looked like a deer in the headlights of a car. Yeah. And the audience screams. Really? Yeah. Yes. Jeez. And it's like, wow, I guess they hadn't heard the term like a deer in headlights. Yeah. That's until so that interesting. point or something. Yeah. It's so, I don't see now there's, there's a setup to this. So like in setting up this joke, this, this sort of egg yolk joke. Well, which, we're not even there yet. No, we're not. We're not but, there yet. But what doesn't make sense is that this episode aired over a week's pan of time. Right. And this joke would have been so much stronger if they could have seen the next scene of the opening episode. You know what I mean? Like mm. it would have made more sense if it totally. if, if that if that if Blanche's awesome tour de force crazy all nighter scene would have came right after this scene. Yes. It would have been it like It would have been so nice to go out on a lighter note. Um, yeah. yeah, lighter note. So what no. happens in this episode is uh, or in this closing of this ep- Blanche episode is Blanche decides she's going to stay up all night writing. Yes, all night yeah. writing, which is sets up the egg yolk thing. And then uh and then Sophia comes in 
and uh, has said she's just put Dorothy to bed and she's really sad. It's and like it's, the middle of the day, too. It's so weird yeah, to have a scene where weird. you know Dorothy's home and she's just resting in the other room. Yeah. Yes. It's sad. It's sad <laughs> to think about it. Yes, it, is, it is sad. Like, yeah. I was like, I swear to God, if one of you gets a cheesecake out, they yeah. didn't. Instead, Blanche just put like a bowl of sliced cucumbers on the table because their are lives we fall apart without Dorothy. No. Isn't this the scene? We're mixing up scenes because this is not, they're not sh- there's no egg yolks. At there's this no point. eggs yolks. This is, yeah, this that's this part is, two. This is oh. Blanche making yeah. salad dressing. Which, I'm sorry. Which yes. I will add to my to to, at, in the, to that point. I don't remember the last time I saw somebody make salad dressing. Oh really? I, still, I actually have one of those shakers to make like Italian. Shakers, yeah. yeah. Oh, it's not yeah. like an '80s thing. No. Oh, I mean it is. Like my family had no, one. No, it's not. You can, oh. get it, you can get it at IKEA. I got mine at IKEA. It's awesome. But it's not as common but it's not as, as it common. used to be. No, Correct. it's common. I think I've seen it, it in many houses, many hipster houses. Mm, wow. Yeah. Well, yeah. You get out a lot. I do. I leave sometimes. You do. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, this, so this is not the egg yolk scene. This no. is the salad. Making this salad is dressing is the so making easy. salad dressing scene. Um, this is where a Rose tells, and I, I understand that they they had two parts to fill in. Yeah. Rose tells probably her longest Saint Olaf story of all time oh, about the dead two bodies. deaths about Gustav, and yeah. he died, and then he was buried alive, and then his business partner killed himself, and they had a double funeral. I feel like the writers were like mad at Betty White that week, and they're like, "We're just going to give her so many ridiculous <laughs> names. We're going to give her the longest story to memorize, it was and a she's going to do it without story. cue cards." I will admit, and I'll tell like, you that that is the thing that makes me. That makes Rose my least favorite. Really? Pretty much. The I stories? Mean, that story, it's like, it goes on too long. The, mm. like the con- I the check conceit, out. I check yeah, out. Yeah, I check I out. I think Rose is one of the more stories. interesting characters because she, especially sometimes when she's given like the AIDS episode, she's literally the most, she, you wouldn't expect that from her. Of course. And to see her in that situation is really fascinating. That just, said though, yeah. if somebody put together like a picture storybook of every St. Olaf story, oh, I would spend a thousand dollars on great. it. Yeah, I would too. Yeah. So, but, but the but the the real point of this scene is Sophia, Sophia comes, comes in, in and oh, basically God. says basically sets up the the scary thought of what if Dorothy has something that they don't know anything about yet. Similar to like like there's a line that she, she, said she uses. The bubonic plague. Yeah, she says the 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 plague. What if like. You, they didn't know it was a plague when the first guy had it. It took thousands of people to die before they knew it was a plague. Before they had a name for it. It's just so Very clearly, like, also a just equation to AIDS. Or, yeah. any, or anything, honestly. Anything. Where it's like, what really is, anything, yeah. That's true. Right. It's like, what is this? ALS. When you're, like, patient zero, you know, yeah, and I they mean, don't know what it is yet. Yeah, you don't really... Yeah, I mean, SARS, and she Zika. also, yeah, she also says Zika. It's not a Disney actress. I thought it was literally when Zendaya, when, Zendaya? when, when Zika started <laughs> coming out. I literally thought it was a Disney. Oh star. my god! Uh, yeah, that's really. I want to know in like what kind of article headline you read where it was like Zika was like, kills millions, and you were like, oh gosh, that Disney star is going to get fired. No, because Zika hadn't killed millions at that oh, time. Oh, I'm sorry, it has not. Yes, it was sure. just like Zika something, and then I was just like, oh god, Disney headline. Like I literally thought it was like a You're Disney. Like Selena Gomez. I thought give it was it a, a Disney Channel character. Oh. That's incredible. That's, yeah. <laughs> Zika. Hey Zika. Oh Zika. <laughs> oh Zika. Zika has psychic powers. Oh, that would. You're pitching a great show. I'm pitching Don't a great say show. it out loud. So Zika. Are you Write listening? Oh, that's so Zika. <laughs> that's so Zika. Um, anyway, so that's very, the end of the episode. Yes, but a very sad thing that she says, which comes, of course, right on the heels of Carrie Fisher and Debbie Reynolds. She said, "The worst thing in the world is if your child dies before you," it just which made me fair. very sad. Yeah, so it just wouldn't be fair if, right. yeah. if your if your kid died before you. It broke my heart because it ends on Sophia. 
like saying Dorothy could be dying and they, they we just don't know it. And yeah. that's where it ends. So that's so Dorothy's also like, leaving the show. Could you, also, could you imagine <laughs> no. if they were like, and the beginning of the fifth season, Dorothy dies. Like, could you just ima- yeah. imagine that? Yeah. That'd be insane. Or if they had cut to commercial and it was like, did you know that Zany's Pizza has $3 <laughs> specials this well, week? Seriously, like what came on after the Golden Girls in 1989? Because, I don't know, I feel it was like a Zany's you're, just, pizza commercial. you're left just feeling... Empty. Yeah. Was Empty Nest a follow? Was Empty Nest in the same We can check the lineup. I'll check the lineup. Maybe. So when we start part two, this is when Dorothy finally goes to see Harry. Yes. Well, and again, like, what a strangely, like, obvious decision that could have been made Mm -hmm. earlier. And that seems... um, a little convenient, if you if you ask me. I and you told me in Empty Nest he didn't have a regular doctor's office because they're sitting in what looks like this. a child's playroom because yeah, it's a, a short table and yeah. it's small chairs, which is funny. Haha, they're both very tall. Yeah, but like, did the man not have a regular office? <laughs> I don't remember watching Empty Nest at all. At all. So, Alan, I I, I remember watching you. Empty Nest. He did. That was his office. That was. I mean, they didn't really have a lot of office scenes. Mm. It wasn't him at the hospital. wasn't necessarily a thing he often did because most of the mayhem happened at the house. Right. But uh, but there was definitely an office. That was his office. Also, that little kid was holding that pea cup Ew. way too close to way their too faces. Long, way too close. You could see it was yellow. It was really gross. Yeah. yeah. So guys, and um, also the. Re- the lineup oh. for NBC Saturday night, 89 to 90, this season would have been um, in the winter season. So when this premiered, Alf, Hogan Family, Golden Girls, Empty Nest. Okay, so oh. Empty Nest. Yeah. I hope they had a light romp of an episode of Empty Me Nest after too. this. And then a show Me called too. Hunter followed them. The Wait, knows? is the show called Hunter Followed Them or An Hunter? American police that television drama <laughs> created by Frank Lupo. Okay. Um, yeah. You know, I, the the pee is held way too long and way too close, as you were saying. But secondarily to that, um, I love how B is so cold to the kid. Yeah, mm. just like what does she say? Like, have, has he been has he been your doctor your whole life? He's not my doctor. He's my friend. Like she doesn't even like look at yeah. the kid. It's pretty <laughs> but they also like forced. There is a lot of like forced. Like what our friend Brandy Barber says that forced merriment, forced moment, merriment, yes. or forced sort of sentimental moments where she's like, "He's not my doctor." Pause. Dramatic. Reaches look, over, touches reach the over. hand. He's my friend. And the kid says, okay, and leaves. And walks away. It was, I think the reason why the pee close to the face made me so uncomfortable, it was so reminiscent of the Mr. Ha Ha Dog. You mean the beginning of this episode. That's why it makes you uncomfortable. The beginning of this podcast episode with the golden showers moment. Oh, (laughs) yes. Also that. Of course. Trigger. Clearly, yeah. Yeah. No, but I just was, I know someone's going to get something in the face in Mr. Ha Ha. So Mm, it also, I was expecting, you know, Dorothy seated at a child's table with a child close to her with something gross it just goes in someone's face it is it is gross gross. it is gross but then park overall comes in and just kills kills it it. reminds you who park overall is park overall i love her 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 southern accent is is, real it's amazing it's like her andy mcdowell and blanche Devereaux are those are the ones where i'm like record any audiobook and i oh there's a great actually you just set up a great 
moment for uh, for the next scene when they're back at home and Blanche has just been awake oh, all night writing. The best. Yeah. Oh, and also Harry's told her to go see Dr. Chang. Yes. A neurologist. Who, you know, in the same hospital. In the same yes. hospital. How convenient. Didn't have to, yes. have to convenient. travel everywhere. Anyway, she goes, they go back home and, and, uh, and is, I don't know what we open on. Is it Blanche? Rose or is, is it? making the egg white omelets, but in Blanche comes in and she has, she hasn't slept in 72 hours. Yes. A very, a very <laughs> convenient amount of time. 72, 72 hours. 72 hours. The same amount of what time, time that it took it? Rose what to day is this? figure out if she... Um, <laughs> I wrote, I just wrote down a bunch of her lines. It was, she goes, it's all gold. Just open it anywhere and the magic will touch you. Like, I, I can't just, even do it. I love just, my brain is gone. Oh, <laughs> oh and my body is limp my with exhaustion. Limp. My brain is gone. My body is limp. <laughs> I may die from this. She's so funny. She's so, She's good. so good. The more She's we, so good. the more we watch the series, the more I realize that, that, Brew McClanahan was definitely the Brew. Brew. Yeah, Brew. <laughs> Brew McClanahan was definitely the like actress yeah. of the episode. She is so underrated, I think. She really by, is a great actress. By, by just in general, but also by even by Golden Girls fans. I don't think she's revered as much as she should be yeah. for her physical comedy, her facial com- I mean, she is so funny she's in that so, so good. good. So God, good. The Fernando, I feel like you've got I feel like you're bursting with excitement about <laughs> about Blanche's no, like her eyes were just eyes. so expressive. Yeah. And her yeah. Her, her face is just God, she's so funny to watch. Do yeah. Sleep? Perchance to, to dream. By the way, that's from something, um, right? I think it I is. I think it might be. I don't know. I don't know what it it's, is. It's but Shakespeare. I do love, I do love that towards yeah. the end of the scene after, you know, a lot goes on. I think so. It might be. It might Sounds be. About to, to sleep perchance to dream. dream. Oh my God. I like how, I like how <laughs> at the end she's, she's like walking out of the room or whatever and she's like, I will not let Hollywood let these words come out of Glenn Close's mouth. And it's, that's a, one of my favorite. I did not, I couldn't understand I it. Can I tell you? Cause it's one of me, me. One, one of, of me my favorites. It's one of my favorite <laughs> lines. Uh, no, in 1984, I think it was, there was a film called Greystoke, The Legend of Tarzan. And it was like Andy McDowell's first big movie like everyone was like this model's gonna be an actress in one of those epic British movies what and she gets in the she gets the part in the Andy film Andy McDowell didn't have and a British accent Andy McDowell did she? had a horrible British accent mm, and it was sense. literally like Andy. it was like the rise of Andy McDowell and the crushing fall of Andy mm. McDowell. But she'd make when, her comeback with multiplicity when, in Groundhog when, Day. No. When oh, they realized that, oh, fuck, this girl can't do a British accent. We have to have a voiceover do her dialogue. And who was the voiceover? Fucking Glenn Close came in. For the whole movie? The entire movie. Glenn Close wow. is not in that fucking movie, but Andy McDowell's voice is Glenn Close's fucking What's voice. What's this called? I need to Legend, see Legend, or, or uh, Grey Stoke. Legends of Tarzan. Grey Stoke? Stroke. Stroke. Grey Stroke. Grey Stroke. Legends of Tarzan. Yeah, and then, wow. of course, Andy McDowell made her big comeback a couple years later when she was like the 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 gossip had worn off with Sex Lies and Videotape, a great film. And her L'Oreal what commercials. About Green Card. That was much later. That wasn't much later. That was a few years later. I like Green Card. Green Card was good. I liked Green Card. Gerard Depardieu. Yeah, good. <laughs> so the, again, the scene it was so long, but Blanche lets Rose read a few pages of her book, and it's terrible. And yeah, Rose just can't follow it's, it. It's also like Rose can't follow, and it's like. So it must be like pages and pages of absolute delirium, yeah. which is also just even funny to imagine. Diddle, diddle, diddle. That's literally every word. 
Tattle, tattle, I love tattle. that so much. Yeah, it's it's. I, I want to see the scribbles in it. I want to see like the little sort was of like. like oh, I had no it, words for this, so I'm going to draw a picture now. And she just was shits she just on freehanding. Like yeah, which is the crazy. It's like whoa, notebooks. But I love that she just shits on Minnesota too. Someone oh else God, famous does that. A lot of people do that. They write in, 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 in notebooks. I have to write longhand does before I write an King essay. Do that? No, he uses no? a thing. No. Okay. Um, he uses a thing. He uses a, like a, I think, no, he uses a computer because like his book on writing is amazing. He mm. talks about it. I, whenever I write essays, I have to write it by hand. I have to write certain paragraphs by hand before I t- type I it I think out. famously wow. there's yeah. a, a famous screenwriter who writes everything in like yellow legal pads and then gives it to some poor assistant to transcribe. Oh, yeah. That sounds familiar. Wow. Yeah. I like it. I like the art of writing by hand. It's nice. Mm-hmm. Me too. I don't have yeah. the patience. My brain works too fast. I type really fast. Interesting. So, yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, also, that scene I think where she falls asleep in the next room. Yeah. That's actually <laughs> I don't I know I don't remember seeing that before this watching it on the DVD. Yeah. I think that's also just filler. Yeah. When it's on syndication. Yeah. yeah. Because it doesn't really go anywhere. It doesn't go anywhere. Like, even you said you were like, okay, we're going to cut on that one. Even the, yeah. Bl- yeah, the blow to the scene yeah. is a awkward pause on Rose's face. Because she's yeah. confused. When you're she's waiting like, for a punchline from her. It's yeah. a weird yeah. blow. It was and a it cuts really to the hospital. Blow. She's there meeting with Dr. Chang. Dr. Chang. Yeah. Where, whoa, Sophia. Talk about appropriation. I mean, she's Man. just like fucking like. They were cruel to Asians on this show. They were cruel she to many in, minority also groups. Also, Asians and like, Latinos. They went around the room and, and like every people. writer, yes. every writer pitched a joke that they could make about something in Chinese culture, and yeah. then they were like, "Let's just put them all in." They put them all in. Yeah. It was really insulting. The first thing she says is, "I want you to know, I'm crazy about Chinese people." That's the first thing. Yeah. She gets into Chinese checkers, chopsticks, the food, the MSG, yeah, flower drum. When she says, "I love flower drum song," it's like, yikes. Yeah. Okay, we've really like tipped. We've tipped the scale. It's too here. much. Mm-hmm. It gets too to much. be too much. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, but we're modern audience. Watching and it. B like, is also great at going ma. Yeah, ma. Just shut it up. But basically, this doctor says, you know, you have a real thing. It's called chronic fatigue syndrome, and many doctors don't want to recognize it. Yeah, and okay, so I understand that Dorothy is finally relieved to yeah. hear that she's not crazy, but. He basically tells her, well, there's no cure for it. There's no way yeah. to ease the symptoms. You just kind of have to live with it. Yeah. And yet she's still she's like, she's so happy. Yeah. Well, yeah, because I you want a name for it. You want, yeah. I mean, of course, my mother was that exact same way with lupus. Like, she knows she has to basically have that her whole life now. But, like, she knows now you know how to manage it. There are certain sciences that you can start reading. You have a pen. You have a target for your research. You have a target for your what you have yeah, to look for. Yes. He just sort of, ma- I mean, and he told her, he was like, you know, you just you eat well, you rest. And I'm like, well, you're just telling her things that she should no, already be I doing. I get it. I get it. I just felt like I, I didn't feel like there was a target for her. I think yeah. I, I sort of felt like the way he was delivering the news was like, this is kind of a new thing, but we know what it is. But yeah. you just got to kind of have to live with it. No, I, get I, it. I get it. I get her being like ecstatic. And that's why she was like, I can't even th- what is she? I can't even think straight. Yeah. Right. Just like, exactly. She's just like. Yes, like yeah. I have a name, mm-hmm. I, and it's 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 Dorothy's born. Actually, she's gonna research. Oh, she's gonna she go. wants to line this shit up. She's going straight to the library. She's getting mm-hmm. her sleeping bag to stay at the library. She's That's getting ready. She's, she's gonna go to the CDC. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that scene in Philadelphia where he spends all night in the library researching what HIV is that was inspired by Dorothy. By Dorothy's born act. By a scene that was well, even yeah. later when she says yeah. into the rest in the restaurant to Doctor Bud, <laughs> you can check with the center of disease. Con- the check with yeah. the center for let's disease control. Let's get to control. that for uh, time purposes. Let's get to that because like. Yeah. 
fuck yeah that's that this everything in this episode literally culminates to that amazing end scene in the restaurant really where Dorothy stands up and goes order without order me without yeah. oh god so like like she's good like cause she's, she's gonna be a gonna while do it she there's a scene before the restaurant though right uh there is it's the one where Blanche can't get self published and yeah. she goes I'm so mad I could scream and then she does and, and then it's she like does. A, it's an amazing scream and then Dorothy wants to take all the girls out for dinner well and it's they, just then it's I mean the end of that that scene is weird because it's like it's about not being published and then it ends on the note of like Blanche you're you're too shallow in the terms of your what you want like yeah. in terms of what you want because in Minnesota we have friends and it's like what is this? It's yeah. I know. Filler. Again, I sort of felt like they were like, oh, God, this is a two-parter yeah, and we need to stretch it. this out. Yeah. Yeah, because Rose... They like, needed stuff for And also, it. like, I mean, Rose, there's a lot of stuff that you could shit on Georgia for, too. Like, yeah. sure. I lived there for five years. Georgia's great, but also, you could shit on it the way that of you course. could shit yeah. on any state. And also, so. it's like, Rose is talking about Minnesota and, and complaining about Miami, basically, and it's like, you live in Miami. No. Couldn't, they, couldn't Rose's response always be to Georgia... We didn't have slaves. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, at least slaves. we didn't have slaves. <laughs> yeah. At least we don't still fly our Confederate flags. Yeah, that would at be like... At least they don't teach the Civil War differently in the North. Literally, that would be my ultimate reply to anything Blanche ever said. It would be like, yeah, 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 that's nice. Slavery. Slavery. Right. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, um, and P.S., you're a Feldman. <laughs> uh, we don't know that. Do we know that no, yet? We don't know no, that we yet. don't know that, that, that yet. Damn later. it. But uh, so now they're at the restaurant, and yeah. they're at this fancy, fancy restaurant. We've seen this restaurant before. It's where they have a lot of their parties and balls and everything. And, and Dorothy... Dorothy sees Dr. Bud. Order without me. <laughs> and that yeah. sounds really the best. That sounds it really is so good. good. Order and, me. Yeah. and guys, like like Elliot was saying before, seriously, rewatch this scene and just look at the look all at, of like the staging of the women so and the camera, weird. like everything, mm-hmm. everything about it was just it felt so very disin- disorienting. Yes. Yeah. And then when Dorothy's giving her epic monologue watch her eyes because her she's eyes she's just reading them cue cards she's reading a cue card the beginning, it's a real bummer the beginning it she is. does well she does well at the she beginning does. She it's does. when she it's pulls the monologue. chair up and sits down yeah dr bud and i bet you there were probably because this probably i have a feeling that maybe susan harris had rewrites on the day yeah, of this was good, new material she was probably learning a lot of stuff that day of like they're probably because i don't feel like maybe. dorothy i don't feel like b arthur B. Arthur could memorize lines. Well, that's well, what I was saying. I was like, she's a she's a theater actress. Yeah, I think by the by the later seasons, both she and Estelle were reading off cue cards. Were they? Yeah, I mean, there's definitely there's tons of scenes that are that I can tell where so, where Dorothy's reading off cue cards, especially in like seven. Yeah. Why do you and think the, B. Arthur was? I think she was also probably just maybe got ornery about it or. Yeah. I don't want to say lazy, but like probably ornery about it. And well, she was also getting older. Yeah, I mean, she, she was. Yeah, the same She was older. You don't yeah. have to have dementia to to exactly for, be forgetful. Exactly. You oh know? no, I know. My dad's seventy. He's incredibly forgetful. But she's yeah. reading. She's reading cue cards in the the um, murder mystery episode yes, left and right. So. Yeah. But yeah. whatever. So she does this epic sort of, and the real steal of this scene is not Doctor Bud, not Dorothy, but Doctor Bud's wife. Oh yeah. Lo- what is she? Lewis. Well, first she's Shut like, up, Lewis. Who is this man, Lewis? <laughs> oh, who is this woman? Who, who is the? Who, no, she's who is this Lewis? person? person. Yeah. yeah. And then and then Lewis goes on, and and Dorothy goes on, and then finally when uh, Lewis is saying like, "Please, man, just go do a thing," and she's like, "Shut up, Lewis." Because Dor- Dorothy drops that. 
he told her to yeah. go change her hair color because it didn't wonders for his wife. And you know that rang a bell. Oh, hell yeah. Mm-hmm. She was just like, yeah, I know what that did. But you that had an affair. such a 90s thing. Shut up, Lewis. Yeah. Oh, yeah. His like, name was, is Lewis Bud. Huh? Where'd that? Who chose that? Lou Bud. Lou Bud. Lou Yo, Lou Bud. Such a strange choice. Louis Bud. Bud. But she really hands him hands him his ass, and it's yeah, amazing. It is really. Here's great. what I want to ask you guys: What do you think the rest of dinner was like for Doctor Bud after Dorothy walked away? Not good. He is not getting a handy that night. No, no, no. Because that's where the sex life usually goes to. Yes. Just, okay. Like Come I on. just want to know when Dorothy Watch walked away from that table, who spoke first? Oh, it was she definitely did. his wife. Yeah. What do you think she said? Lewis, you did it again. Really? My hair? Yeah. <laughs> that's what you told that's what you tell your patients. I got my hair colored and it changed my life. Go fuck yourself, Lewis. <laughs> You're buying us another house in the Hamptons. <laughs> do you think she stood up and went, "Order without me. Order I'm going to me. get the divorce papers." <laughs> I'm go I'm joining those women. Order without me. I'm going to pull did. a late in life Meredith Baxter and go eat some vagina. It did feel <laughs> NHL, and you said this, it did feel like the start of a First Wives Club moment oh, where yes. she gets up and joins them. I, I feel like yes. she she became very woke in that moment and was just like, my life is before me. Exactly. I have so much to do right now. I would have loved it if she like walked out of that restaurant like dejected, just like feeling like shit, and she like stumbles upon Blanche's book <laughs> in the trash, and it changes her oh life. Oh, my God. And that's the, that's the basis <laughs> of fried green tomatoes. Oh, or what if oh, that's the... Frasier jumped. He's you are scared of Frasier. So, I'm not. What if I that's just the don't spin-off trust that didn't happen with uh, Cheetah? No. Oh, with emptiness. Ro- the- Moreno. Yeah, Rita, Le- Moreno. Rita, Moreno. Rita Moreno and yeah. then Paul Dooley. And instead, the spinoff was <laughs> Lewis Bud's wife. That end of that episode. Her last line. Don't ever die. Which who says that? Loretta Moreno. Oh, I, I don't even watch that don't episode. Don't die. That episode stinks. Yeah, it's not a real that episode. That episode is such a clunker. Except our episode of the podcast is really great of that episode, and you're gonna love it. I can't wait. Yeah. Oh yeah, we we <laughs> we built it up to be like this it. is the worst episode. Yeah. It's the worst, yeah. and then they continue for some reason to play it in syndication. It's I mean, like why nobody wants this. They it's, don't. I don't think they know. I don't think they ever. They don't know. They don't. They no. don't make the connection with the name, and then that you know they think oh, yeah, it's just another episode. Whoever's in charge of that. We should write them a letter. We, we should. should take like programming five minutes. At yes. TV Land, programming at Hallmark, yeah. programming yeah. at We TV. No, not anymore. Uh, I don't think they do it anymore. Potentially yeah. Logo. Logo does. Nobody works there though, so it doesn't yeah. matter. Yeah, Logo is just a really. It's an info dot com. Info at Logo dot com. <laughs> that's that's it. the only thing you got. <laughs> that's the only employee they have. By the way, I'm waiting for my paycheck from 2009. Um, <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> It's true. Uh, so, yeah. So then she goes back to her table, vindicated. There's a large applause line. And uh, Rose admits, because Dorothy was like, get the most expensive bottle, the best bottle of champagne. And it's a 430 some dollar bottle of champagne. And yeah. Sophia does a bit that actually is just really, really fucking cute, where she's worried about being able to pay for it. And Sophia puts salt in the champagne, which mm-hmm. I always thought, I, I remember as a kid, there's so many moments in this episode that I remember doing as a child and i remember telling people like oh just put salt in the wine or something really oh. like on the golden girls that's yeah very cute. yeah i would always like reference that but she puts salt in the champagne brings the waiter over the waiter tastes it oh it's bad it's bad let me comp your meal everyone's like oh well, that's how she does it in sicily end of episode and also cla- no go ahead i was gonna say there's a classic sophia uh, misfire there that yeah. uh, that rubs me the wrong way which is that she just Butchers the line, watch, look, learn. Oh, she yeah. She does that thing where Estelle Getty doesn't like, for, for some reason, like, doesn't have any understanding of timing with something. Yeah. And says, instead of saying, like, watch, look, learn, it's like, watch, 
look, learn. Yeah. What? What? Like that rhythm? Yeah. Is, I'm like, <sighs> that was one of those. So she probably also had, me out. She she didn't memorize very well. Uh, no, I think she did. She just didn't know that it's like, or somebody didn't direct her to say it the right yeah. way. Watch, look, learn. It's yeah. watch, look, learn. Yeah. Yeah, that feels jarring, jarring to and hear strange. it now. Um, I know, I know we're, I know we're wrapping up. I just, I had one more thought about the waiter since we're talking about the waiter. Yeah, when he first walks, you over remember to the, the waiter from the other episodes? He was the gay man in the wedding episode. This waiter, the what? wedding. He was the wedding planner no. from the first episode. Yeah. Oh. Okay, you look that up real quick. Yeah. When the waiter walks over, they're like, "We're celebrating because my daughter has a debilitating disease." And there's never a moment. He's like, oh, that is cause for celebration. There's never a moment where we see that he's just being polite and he looks away like, oh, my God. I love that, though. I, I was think missing that's, that. I love that. I love that they just <laughs> skip right over it because it's so fucking funny. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, also, he's a waiter. I, I he's, just he's just trying to make a living. He is. But I want to see him turn back and go like crazy yeah. and do that little twirly thing with his finger well, on his head. Maybe he and like Lewis's wife are the ones that started their journey together in a <laughs> new realm. Maybe. In the spinoff. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> That'd be amazing. How? Oh no, I'm sorry, I'm wrong. It's not him. Yeah, I didn't think it was no, him. No, I'm sorry. He's in two episodes though. He's in two wedding. Look episodes. at you thinking all waiters the way, look alike. They I just really... love the way that Dorothy says, Doctor Bud. Yeah, it's Dr. like what? Bud. And when she, she's fucking, that is such a great, great monologue. Yeah, and it's so true. It is true when she says like. If only, you know, if only doctors, you know, early in their career got scared. Yeah. And, you know, at the beginning of their got scared and at the beginning of their careers just got scared enough to have to understand what bedside manner, how yeah. important bedside manner is. Mm-hmm. That is like such well, a. Well, I also think it's important yeah. for the patients. I said this somewhere. I don't know if it was here or somewhere else, but um, it's important for patients to remember that like doctors, scientists, all these people that we hold in like high esteem for being professionals at their jobs. Yes. And, mm-hmm. and all these things. They're not. They're not, they're not infallible. Right. Yeah, they're not infallible. Like, they're people who make mistakes and who, yeah. and in the end, like, diagnosing a problem sometimes is harder. Th- it's a person diagnosing yes. a problem. It's sure. not like a, it's not a, you know, a machine. And, and that's why you hear Rose say that, you know, doctors aren't, like, Rose says something like, like, doctors, doctors don't know everything. They think they know everything. And yeah. then Dr. Chang says the same thing. And Sophia says the same thing. And right. Dar- it's like, it's a real, like, it's a real right. thing, a real thing that Susan Harris wanted to drive home and I mm-hmm. appreciate it. Yeah. I, I don't do know if, I don't have chronic fatigue syndrome but I appreciate her commentary on the medical community. If you ever Agreed. have chronic fatigue syndrome. Yeah. I will be here for you. I appreciate that. I will I will I will You'll I be will, the first to know. I will bring I you Red Bull. Speak. <laughs> I couldn't You think I Red Bull would have helped Dorothy? Speak. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, what, it, it, coffee helps me. I drink a lot of coffee. That's what Ma, I was they thinking. give me wings. It gives you know, me wings. <laughs> Brandy and I had so much coffee on the way home. Oh, really? Yeah, sorry. We the go. way you said that, it was as if the podcast had stopped recording. I know. Because you took a headphone off. Well, I'm hearing a ringing. That's why. Oh. Yeah, we heard. I just heard one, too. What did we, Where's it coming Are from? Are we in a sound bath? I don't know. No, it was one of the, it was the wine glass hitting something else. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, that's why. I'm like, I keep hearing it, like ricocheting. It's Magical very strange. chimes. Guys, yeah. just so you know, you can have a place of where we are. I have... I have like soundproof whatever headphones on. Mm-hmm. Noise so cancellation. Noise cancelling. Noise cancelling. So I hear like you only hear the everything. stuff. So yeah. I hear so much of what's going on. It's very strange. Um, that was the episode. Yeah. Yeah. A great episode. Classic episode. And Classic. we never hear of the chronic fatigue syndrome ever again. Ever no. again. Ne- literally never comes up ever but how again. Well, as is almost everything. everything. With but the how Golden would it come Girls? up? Like, it wouldn't. That's like, a, that's a like, sitcom Hey, Dorothy, vacuum. we're going to the movies. I'm tired. We know. <laughs> like, like, Remember? 
Sure, it happened last week. We'll let you know how it goes. Yeah. Yeah. I can't. I can't raise my. What is she, I can't raise my hand to wash my hair. Okay, we'll see you later. Bye. <laughs> yeah. At least we know it's not ALS. <laughs> Yeah. You're fine. Um, yeah, no, but it was a great episode. Great Wonderful episode. episode. Right. Really classic. And it's yeah. the beginning of Dorothy's hair growth. <laughs> so, you know, like for me, it's like it's starting to get a little big. Yeah. Which means yeah. it's going to get real funny real soon. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I like that that's sort that's of my your, theory. like the first Christmas song you hear on the radio, you're like, or the first Christmas song I hear on the radio. Yeah. It's, it's the a, real oh, barometer Fernando, for me. The, the first the Christmas hair, song you hear. The bigger B's hair, the funnier the episode. Episode. It's right. true. I do love. Year. I do love being those last few seasons. So, as you know, at the end of every <laughs> podcast, we do a golden takeaway. It so it's a nugget. I'm very congested. As you know, as you know. Um, we do a golden takeaway. Yeah. It's a nugget of truth or inspiration that you can take from the episode and apply to your lives or the lives of our listeners. We'll start so that you have both of you need to think of this. So we'll have um, some examples. My golden takeaway from this episode is: if you're going to write. A book or anything really outline outlines are important <laughs> outlines help you not have writer's block having an idea of oh maybe writing out the characters and a little description of the characters and maybe a little flow of just a little paragraph of how the show's gonna go or how the story's gonna go it helps you a lot blanche guys if you're ever gonna write a novel outline that shit yeah and then yeah. you will have an idea of where to start writing don't uh- just start writing I'm going to piggyback off of that because I I agree with you. Thank that you. I you have to outline. Have to. I outline. mean, you don't. Some there are some people who are like, I just get on a plane and I just write and it flows out of me. And when I land, it's written. Yeah, those Great. planes Good for go you. down. Good for you. <laughs> what? <laughs> what is wrong with you? It's all death and gloom today. It is. It's late. Yeah. Um, My other podcast is getting to me. <laughs> yeah, you're you're mixing your podcasts. Uh, I also think that uh, if you're a writer and you have writer's block, yeah. do what Blanche did and work through it. Maybe don't stay up for 72 hours, no. but work through it. Yeah. And, and and then step away from it for a little bit and then go back to it. Go back to it. But don't just be like, oh, I can't think also and then give up. Also read stuff. Whenever, yeah. I, whenever I have trouble writing, I, I read. And it helps. Gives me ideas. Yeah. Makes me feel it's good. Go for a walk. See a movie. Go for a walk. Elliot. Eat something. Um, my golden takeaway is, um, well, one is distrust the entire medical community at large. <laughs> but then second, secondly, to second to that, um, my real golden takeaway is that one can make salad dressing by oneself. I love that you're... I didn't know. <laughs> you didn't know that? Yeah. I just haven't seen that in so long that I was like, oh, she's definitely making Italian... Doesn't your parents do that? No, not really. I mean, she's making Italian salad dressing. It's so easy. Yeah. Right? Specifically Italian. You get Italian. like a packet, and then I think you either put water and you olive even oil need a in packet. it. Yeah. You can make Italian dressing without any. You just do Italian... But that's you, how we used you to make it. You can't make like blue cheese. You can't make like a chunky... Like, yes, you can. I guess somebody has to, right? Yeah. But I've never seen anything other than an Italian dressing prefer, be made in those you know what's great about homemade, homemade salad dressing, you control the ingredients mm-hmm. and it's healthier for you. I'm sure. And it's actually in some ways I find to be more tasty. Salad dressing has so many calories in it. It doesn't have to You know to, it though. doesn't? No, a it doesn't. A spritz of lemon. That's right. Or a yeah. little olive oil, well, olive oil, a drop of olive oil. And olive oil, E-E-V-O. lemon, mm-hmm. salt, pepper, garlic, boom, boner. Into it. Yeah. Fernando? Mine is going to be the importance of rest. Oh. Interesting. Someone needs oh. to do a golden takeaway from the fucking A story. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when he says it like that, it really makes you want to. Please, no, keep talking like I'm that put too. You to sleep with my tone. I like that. Just how fatigue can be so debilitating. Yeah. Mm. I mean, 
Dorothy has a disease, but yeah. Do you get you eight hours a night? She can't speak. Do you get eight hours a night? I do not. I don't either. I have had a lot of rest issues, so this speaks to me. Interesting. Aww. I'm sure I've written a lot of gibberish, just like Blanche. Yeah. <laughs> in my day, but yeah. I'm gonna you know, I like sleep that. very well tonight. I'm gonna make a point. I I, hope I cannot I do. wait for your. You make me want to speak more gently. Like I cannot wait for your NPR show to come out. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> Diane Reem just quit, so there's an opening. Yeah, but you don't talk like I. So then, Donald. Nothing is more NPR than than NPR giving a talk show to someone with a intense yeah intense affect. Based on what sounds like a disability. If they want me to have an intense affect, I will to have a show on NPR. But that's the that, that's the thing. It's like I probably you, do. If you walked in there with like with a limp, yeah, and you had like grapes in your mouth, and you were like, <laughs> "But I'm intelligent," they'd be like, "We, of course, of course, of course, it's yours. You yeah. have the show." It's like Diane yeah. was like, "I'm a die," but they're, they're like, "She's so smart, and she is. She's so intelligent, and she's such a." She's such an excellent talk show host, but it's what all if, sort of in spite of the fact that her voice is very much not suited thing, for radio. What if my thing was that I had like Tourette's and that <laughs> like that was my radio thing? That was my catch where I was being like, so today Donald Trump announced the Environmental Protection Agency. Fuck, fuck shit, fuck. <laughs> then you'd be on like, seri- tomorrow. You'd be like a serious radio show. Yeah. 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 That's surreal. You'd no offense to anyone Stern. out there who has Tourette's. Yeah. It is a real we thing. Love Tourette's. We except love Tourette's. We do love Tourette's, except that one time in high school when I told a kid to shh during a student body council meeting that I was in charge of because he had Tourette's and I didn't know it. Well, you didn't know. I was like, shh, fuck shit. <laughs> was that his Tourette's? No, he had said something yeah. else. But I just assume everyone's saying fuck shit. <laughs> it is getting late, and it you getting are late. getting and silly. We've had a lot of rosé. Um, delirious. Yeah. Guys, this has been so much fun. Thank you for thank having me back again, as always. I love it. Thank you for doing it. We love you having for you both. By. Yes, thank you. And we're yes, so glad you're enjoying you so the much. podcast, Fernando. Um, Elliot, where can people follow you on the interwebs? And is anything coming up that, that you have oh, tonight? Yeah. Actually, this episode's airing the night of the episode of New Girl that you wrote. Oh, very cool. Yeah. yeah. If, if you like New, new Girl, that's my episode is airing tonight, you wrote January third. Yeah. yeah, and Very then I'm exciting. doing Hunting Renditions live, my crazy yeah. weird live show at the Echo in LA with John Early and. Mamrie Hart and Pete Holmes on the Ooh. 28th at the Echo. Great. Very, very fun. I'll be there for that. It'll Great. be fun. That sounds amazing. Yeah, wonderful. Oh, and ellieglazer.com or whatever, yeah. Instagram.com slash ellieglazer. Wonderful. Thank you. And Thanks. I think challenge Scott on everything. Guys, if you're following along with the podcast, the next episode we're going to be watching is Accurate Conception. Yes. Where, Great uh, episode. Mama, I want to get pregnant. Yeah, What an episode. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. That's a good one. <laughs> it is. Fernando knows that one. It's Which a good daughter one. is that, Janet? No. No, it's um, the, it's the um, return of Becky. Becky. It's Becky number two. Yeah. Rebecca. That's Becky. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. Becky so from. So fat Becky then becomes skinny Becky. Yeah. With a completely different face and hair. So Sean Sheps yes. was the original past right. guest yes. on this podcast. Right. Amazing episode. Really amazing episode. You yeah. guys should listen to that. Oh, yeah. Um, especially if you're a writer or a TV person or want to be, you should listen to that episode. She, yeah, she that was, was great. a great interview. Yeah, uh, but yeah, no. Then there's a new Becky. New replaced. Becky. Yeah. yeah, new Becky. I found her on Becky Facebook with the good hair. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh God. Oh, timely. Oh God, Thank guys. You. I am. That makes us urban. Yes. 
I am at Squid Eat Squid on Twitter and Squidzy on Instagram. Yes, and if you guys have liked what you're listening to, you should go to iTunes and you should give us a little rating and you should give us a little review because those things matter because it's 2017. Um, and you can also go to outalani.com and follow us on Facebook and Twitter and all those things on uh, Golden Girls Pod and Facebook.com slash Golden Girls. Yes, uh, and Happy New Year, everybody. Oh, my God. Happy, happy New, New Year. Year. It's going to be... Incredible. Yes, I this can is feel a good it. season of television. We're getting into the good years. Oh, yes. yes. So many good things are happening. Except life. Not li- life yeah. itself will be a nightmare. But the Golden Girls yeah. will be just yes. getting better and better. I think life's going to be great, too. I'm very hopeful for life. Me, too. I feel good, actually. You have to be. I was telling friends at dinner tonight, I feel very positive about things. Have to be. Yeah, I have no money. I, what else do I have? What else? Yeah. That's it. Nothing to worry about. We're doing it, guys. We're doing it. So, as always, remember, all together, stay, stay golden. golden. Oh, that's fun.